On July 8th, 2022, former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was shot twice in the back with an improvised shotgun at close range while speaking to a crowd. Abe was initially conscious following the shooting, but soon collapsed, and by the time he was transported to the hospital, he showed no vital signs. Five hours after the shooting, Abe was pronounced dead. As Abe was one of the most prominent geopolitical figures in the world at the time of his death, his assassination drew international condemnation. The suspected assassin, 41-year-old Tetsuya Yamagami, was reportedly motivated by Abe's alleged connections to the Unification Church, a religious movement founded by infamous Korean fraudster Sun Myung Moon, which Yamagami blamed for his mother's bankruptcy. However, some initially speculated that the assassin was motivated by Abe's controversial beliefs regarding Japanese history, particularly in World War II, which had been described as revisionist and ultranationalist. Abe's grandfather, Nobusuke Kishi, was a Class A war criminal who served in the cabinet of Hideki Tojo and ruled the Japanese puppet state of Manchukuo in northeastern China. Perhaps unsurprisingly, the younger Abe stated in 2006 that he did not view such war criminals as criminals under Japanese law. As Prime Minister, Abe spearheaded efforts to revise Japanese academic textbooks to portray Japanese actions during World War II in a more positive light. He also repeatedly refused to acknowledge the Imperial Japanese Army's role in the recruitment of comfort women of women and girls for countries occupied by Japan who were forced into sexual slavery during World War II. This in particular has soured relations between Japan and South Korea due to the mass recruitment of Korean women as comfort women, and today, 79% of South Koreans hold negative opinions of Japan. But perhaps the most controversial aspects of Abe's premiership were his frequent visits to the Yasukuni Shrine, a Shinto religious site that enshrines the names of 1,068 convicted war criminals, including Hideki Tojo. Even World War II-era Emperor Hirohito, as well as his son Emperor Akihito and grandson Emperor Naruhito, have all refused to visit the shrine due to its glorification of Japan's atrocities during World War II. And yet, Shinzo Abe unapologetically visited the Yasukuni Shrine numerous times during his tenure as Prime Minister. On a lighter note, let's talk about Hafu people. Who are Hafu people, you may ask? Well, the term Hafu, which means half in Japanese, refers to a person who was born to a Japanese parent and a non-Japanese parent. An estimated 1 in 30 people born in Japan are Hafu, most of whom are the children of American soldiers serving at military bases in Japan. Around the world, some of the most famous Hafu include tennis player Naomi Osaka, the daughter of a Japanese mother and a Haitian father, San Diego Padres pitcher Yu Darvish, the son of a Japanese mother and an Iranian father, Okinawa Prefecture Governor Dennis Tamaki, 
the son of a Japanese mother and an American father, sports better and Jeopardy contestant James Holzhauer, the son of a Japanese mother and a German father, and Sean Lennon, the son of Japanese musician Yoko Ono and British musician John Lennon. And of course, for fans of King of the Hill, Hank's half-brother Junichiro. Point is, there's a decent number of Hafu people out there, and in many cases, these individuals experience discrimination for their mixed backgrounds. This is especially true in Japan, which has one of the most ethnically homogenous populations in the world. Many Hafu children in Japan, particularly those whose non-Japanese parent is not of another East Asian background, have reported experiencing bullying or harassment in school due to their non-Japanese appearance. Such was the case for one Hafu soldier in the Imperial Japanese Army, who would go on to fight against the United States in World War II despite having an American parent and having been born in the U.S. In spite of this connection, he made enough of a name for himself to be honored in none other than Shinzo Abe's favorite tourist destination, the Yasukuni Shrine. I'm going to tell you all about him, right now, on Historia Obscura. Welcome to Historia Obscura. This is the 67th episode of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Special thank you to Patreon subscribers Barbara and Tom. If you want to receive a shout-out in every episode, among other benefits, help support this podcast by going to patreon.com slash historiaobscura and becoming a patron. One more thing, make sure to stick around for a little to hear a message about the sponsor of this episode of Historia Obscura, Anchor. If you want to make your own podcast, you'll want to know everything about how to use Anchor. Ryo Kurusu was born on January 8, 1919, in Chicago, Illinois. His father, Saburo Kurusu, was a Japanese diplomat from Yokohama, serving at the Japanese consulate in Chicago. His mother, Alice Little, was an American of English and Scottish ancestry. Ryo Kurusu's older sister, Jay, had been born in 1915, also in Chicago. Due to his father's status as a diplomat, Kurusu lived in several countries during his childhood, including Chile, Peru, Belgium, and Italy. While the Kurusu family was in Italy in 1926, Kurusu's younger sister, Pia, was born. The next year, in 1927, the family moved back to Japan. Kurusu and his siblings experienced discrimination during their childhood for their primarily white appearance. Although there were numerous Hafu children of European ancestry, most had a German parent, not an American parent. In 1937, Kurusu enrolled at Yokohama Advanced Industrial College. He was the captain of the rugby team here, and in 1940, he graduated with a degree in mechanical engineering. 
Kurusu then started working for the Kawanashi Aircraft Company, where he built helicopters for the Imperial Japanese Army. In January of 1941, Kurusu enlisted in the IJA, working as a flight engineer and test pilot. Little did Kurusu know, however, that his father was trying his hardest to prevent Japan from going to war with the United States. While his son was in college, Saburo Kurusu continued his diplomatic service. He held generally pro-American and anti-fascist ideals, reportedly abhorring the treatment of Chinese, Korean, and Filipino civilians by the Imperial Japanese Army. However, he also saw Western imperialism as a threat, believing that it was hypocritical for the United States, United Kingdom, and France to hold colonies abroad while condemning Japan for doing the same. In 1939, he was appointed Japanese ambassador to Germany. As talks emerged of an alliance between Germany, Italy, and Japan, Kurusu was conflicted. On one hand, he believed an alliance of non-Western nations would be a safeguard against incursions by the West. On the other hand, however, he detested the militant nationalism of Hitler and Mussolini, and frankly, he wanted nothing to do with them. In spite of his personal objections, his countrymen saw an alliance with Germany and Italy as necessary for Japan's protection, and Kurusu reluctantly agreed. In September of 1940, Kurusu signed the Tripartite Pact with German Foreign Affairs Minister Joachim von Ribbentrop and Italian Foreign Affairs Minister Galeazzo Ciano. Meanwhile, relations between Japan and the U.S. continued to go downhill, due to America's non-combatant support of the Allied powers. In November of 1941, in a last-ditch effort to maintain peace, Kurusu traveled to Washington, D.C. as a special envoy to the United States. While meeting with Kurusu, U.S. Secretary of State Cordell Hull said that President Roosevelt refused to warm relations with Japan unless they withdrew troops from occupied China. Kurusu considered agreeing to the deal, but the militant faction of the Japanese government refused to halt the invasion of China. On December 7, 1941, a defeated Kurusu rejected the deal and stated that Japan was severing diplomatic ties with the U.S. That same day, the bombing of Pearl Harbor occurred. Japan and the U.S. were now at war and Saburo Kurusu had to face the fact that his son, Ryo, would be sent to battle. Following the Japanese declaration of war against the United States, Ryo Kurusu was commissioned as a second lieutenant, or Rikugun Shoi, the elder Kurusu used his government connections to make sure his son could keep working as a test pilot rather than being deployed to the Pacific Theater. Around this time, the Nakajima Aircraft Company, the predecessor to Subaru, received the schematics for the BMW 109003 turbojet engine from the German government. Using these blueprints, Nakajima designed the world's second-ever fighter jet, 
the Chi-84. As a test pilot, Caruso was responsible for testing this jet, and his dedication earned him a promotion to First Lieutenant, or Rikugun Choi. Caruso soon met the daughter of Dutch Christian missionaries in Yokohama and fell in love with her. The two entered a relationship, but this came to an abrupt end when the Japanese government began rounding up non-German and non-Italian Europeans living in Japan, including Dutch missionaries and their families. Caruso's girlfriend was imprisoned in an internment camp, and Caruso began smuggling food and other supplies into the camp to help her. He found ways to see her privately during her internment, and in 1943, she became pregnant with Caruso's child. Nine months later, she gave birth to a son. Tragically, however, she died from tuberculosis soon after their son's birth. Their son was adopted by Caruso's older sister Jay, while a heartbroken Caruso requested to be transferred to Tokyo, wanting to erase all memories of his relationship in Yokohama from his mind. Caruso was stationed at Tama Airfield, the present-day site of Yokota Air Base in Tokyo. Here, his job was to translate captured American flight manuals from English to Japanese. For his work, he was promoted to the rank of captain, or Rikugun Ta'ai. On February 16, 1945, an American air raid on Tokyo began. Hundreds of B-29 bombers and Hellcat fighters descended on Tokyo, and as an experienced pilot, Ryo Kurusu took to the skies in his Nakajima Kai-84. He shot down multiple B-29s, and by the end of the day, 80 American planes in total had been shot down by Japanese forces. The next day, on February 17, 1945, Kurusu prepared to undertake another intercept mission. Likely still distraught by the death of his girlfriend and overworked, Kurusu paid very little attention as he ran to his fighter jet. Kurusu's head was suddenly struck by the rotor of a taxiing Nakajima Kai-43 helicopter, decapitating Kurusu and killing him instantly. He was 26 years old. Following the end of the air raid, Kurusu was posthumously promoted to the rank of Major, or Rikugun Shosa. In August of 1945, Japan formally surrendered to the United States, and Kurusu's father Saburo was arrested by the Allied Military Tribunal on suspicion of his involvement in the bombing of Pearl Harbor. In February of 1946, these charges against him were dropped due to a lack of evidence. Much to his contempt, both of the elder Kurusu daughters would go on to marry American soldiers. In 1947, Pia Kurusu married U.S. Army Recreation Officer Frank K. White of Franklin Township, New Jersey, and in 1948, Jay Kurusu married William J. Maddox of Newburgh, New York. In 1954, Saburo Kurusu died at his home in Nagano, maintaining until his death that he had no knowledge whatsoever of the bombing of Pearl Harbor until after it happened. In 1973, Alice Kurusu, the wife of Saburo Kurusu and mother of Ryo Kurusu, died in the same home in Nagano.
1999, Jay Caruso-Maddox died at her home in Arlington, Virginia, and unfortunately, I was unable to find any information about Rio Caruso's biological son whom she adopted. Meanwhile, Rio's youngest sister, Pia Caruso-White, still lives in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and she occasionally gives interviews about both her father and her brother. As for Rio Caruso, out of the over 2 million people honored in the Yasukuni Shrine, he is the only Hapu person of white European descent to be commemorated there. He is buried in Tokyo with his parents, and on his headstone, Caruso's father chose to inscribe the following adage by Herodotus in English. In peace, sons bury their fathers. In war, fathers bury their sons. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Historia Obscura. I certainly enjoyed writing it. If you want to suggest an episode of Historia Obscura, send me a voice message at anchor.fm slash historiaobscura slash message. Feel free to leave your name and location, and if I like your idea, I'll make an episode of it and give you credit. Additionally, if you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash historiaobscura and become a patron. And of course, I can't go without once again thanking this episode's sponsor, Anchor. They are by far the easiest way to make a podcast, so if you want to make your own, go to anchor.fm. With that said, this is Jack from Historia Obscura, signing off, but not for long.